What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of In My Feelings, where I'm all up in my feelings. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe, 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 like, comment, share, uh, share the video. Make sure you subscribe to my other YouTube page, the one that they deleted. I had to do another YouTube page, personal page. It's at Justin Hires TV. So if you put in youtube.com forward slash at Justin Hires TV, I just dropped the, the teaser trailer for my self-produced stand-up comedy special, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm uh, fearful. I'm uh, feeling a bunch of different emotions. And I'm going to tell you kind of how this came about. First of all, it's called Little Man Big City. I, I filmed it in New York City. This was kind of a last minute thing that I decided to do. And, and I'm going to tell you kind of what happened in the behind the scenes of uh, self-producing my own comedy special because I feel like it could be helpful for anybody that's trying to do the same thing or maybe put in a position to have to do the same thing. So, okay, I was planning to shoot a comedy special and I wanted to do it in New York City. The reason I wanted to shoot it in New York City is because I wanted to go to a place where there was already crowds at comedy venues. So you see a lot of comedy specials, they're in theaters, um, they're in arenas. I'm not there yet in my career. I'm just now really growing a Justin Hires fan base. And I didn't feel confident that I would be able or wanted the anxiety of having to fill up a theater. So I said, let me find a comedy club that I could shoot at. And also what was most important was I wanted to be able to shoot at least four shows. Any comedian, uh, any specials, like great specials, they usually do at least two tapings. But if you're lucky, you get to do at least four tapings. So I said, I need to find comedy clubs where I could at least do four tapings. Four tapings and not have to worry about getting a, a big turnout. So I needed a venue that was somewhat intimate also. So these were all the key parameters I kind of put in place to be for me to be able to shoot a special that I would be happy with. So my, my agency got me in contact with a production company, very nice production company. I'm not going to say the production company name because they're kind of the reason why I did this the self-produced way, which I'm thankful to them for that. But the comedy club may not be thankful for that. So initially, I wanted to shoot at a bunch of different comedy clubs and then piece it together like it was one night in... New York City. My homeboy, I'm trying to decide if I want to say his name or not, but my homeboy told me, well, Andrew Schultz already did something like that a few years, like a while ago when Andrew Schultz was first starting out. So I went and watched it. And what Andrew Schultz did and what I wanted to do wasn't the same. So Andrew Schultz did one night in New York City. Um, and he went to, let's say he went to stand up New York and perform. Then they showed him traveling to another comedy club and he performed. And like a 15 minute YouTube special he did. This was before he blew up. And I was like, cool, that's cool. But I knew I wanted to do mine's a little bit different than that. So my agent hit up a bunch of different comedy clubs in New York. And some of them responded back immediately. Sure, he could perform. He could do like two nights. Other comedy clubs didn't respond back quickly. Other comedy club, the seller was like, we need a referral. And I found out you got to have like three referrals or a big name. It's like, yo... Fuck you. It's like, dude, do you want my fucking money or not? Because if you shoot an official special at a comedy club, you have to pay the comedy club money anyways because you're taking away seats and tables for for uh, for the cameras. So I'm like, who? even if I bomb, nigga, it's like, bro, do you want my money or not? I'm not going to bomb. 
I'm legit. I'm like, I'm verified on social media. I done been on network TV. I done had a TV show that I was the lead of. And you're asking for referrals and questioning me if I could fucking shoot at your club when I'm trying to pay you money. I thought it was very, very uh, disrespectful and uh, low-key insulting. But whatever, man. So then I was like, okay, New York Comedy Club. I, I, I knew I performed at New York Comedy Club when I was uh, 19 years old. And I said, yo, I had a great experience then. I performed there a few years ago. I had a great experience in New York Comedy Club. was the first club to say, yo, Justin can shoot here Friday and Saturday. So I said, okay, I'm going with New York Comedy Club because every time I perform there, it's a great show. It's one of the first clubs I ever performed at. Um, and I think I might have told y'all this story, but I turned down a contract with, uh, with MTV Um Fresh out of college, they wanted me to move to New York and be a video jockey for MTVU, which is MTV's college network back in the day. I turned it down and moved to LA. It was a whole story of why I wanted to shoot in New York City. The original title for the special was called like The Reboot King or something like that. My homeboy was like, yo, that's a terrible name. <laughs> he was like, that's a terrible fucking name. You need to have a better name. You need to have a story. And he was right. Because the problem with the Reboot King made it appear, and I call it the Reboot King because I was on MacGyver in uh, Rush Hour. I did 21 Jump Street. I wrote Half-Baked 2. I did Harold and Kumar, the animated series. So I've always been attached to these reboots. However, the problem with that name is it's alluding to I'm at the top. And I assure you all, I am not. And so for me to allude that I'm at the top of the pile would just be lying. It's lying to myself. It's lying to y'all. So I'm like, I can't name it the Reboot King. At least not yet. I had to be truthful with myself. And I'm like, yo, I am an underdog. I'm someone that made it but didn't make it. Even when you see the special, you got to see it's shot gorilla style almost. Because again, I wasn't anticipating on really shooting this special like the way I shot it. But I'll get to that. So even when you see the special, it, it has a gritty underdog look to it because that's where I'm at right now. I'm at where Chris Rock was when he left SNL. I'm at where Kevin Hart was when they canceled his sitcom and Soul Plane bombed at the box office and everyone bootlegged it, which ultimately came out to be something good. If you see me licking my lips, it's because I had some nuts in my mouth, had some trail mix. And uh, I'm trying to make sure like nuts not like coming out of the side of my mouth. So anyways, <laughs> what the fuck? So anyways, so I decided on New York Comedy Club. Great. We booked the dates and everything. It was supposed to add, ironically, it was supposed to be the same weekend Matt Rife shot his special. September 22nd and 23rd, I believe. Friday and Saturday is when I was supposed to shoot my special with the production company, like with an official team, great cameras, all that stuff, right? The production company hit me up and say, hey, Justin, you know, we want to be honest with you. We feel like the venue is too small because they went and they scouted the venue. They said, we feel like the venue is too small. And if you're trying to license this special, everyone's going to pass on it because Netflix, Amazon, they wanted to at least feel a little grand. And this venue, we feel like it's too small. So my manager recommended, my manager, Mike, Mike Griffin, he recommended, he said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you go up to New York, perform it at the venue, see if the space you feel like is big enough, if the venue is big enough, and if not, you know, we could, we could pivot, make some changes. I said, all right. So I booked the ticket, 
last minute to go to New York. This was like two weeks before I went up there. I said, fuck it. Hit up my homeboy, Lee. I'm like, yo, let's ride out to New York. So I had my agent book me at these different comedy clubs, right? So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I was like, man, Lee, uh, Lee gonna be shooting anyways. I was like, I know the comedy club be shooting. So I said, hey, man, Lee, make sure you got your camera so we could go up there and we could record my sets. Because I was like, who knows, man? I'm performing at these different clubs. I had got booked at a good amount of clubs in New York. I said, who knows? Might be able to chop together something just to throw out as clips or something. Who knows? So I go up to New York, performing at these different spaces, these different clubs, and I'm having good sets. Then there was this particular moment. I was at New York Comedy Club. Out of all the clubs, I was at New York Comedy Club, the Gramercy location. And I did something in one of my jokes that I had never done before. It was, it, and it was hilarious, spectacular. And I said, yo, I will never, and I said, I will never probably duplicate this moment because it was, I was doing so well and I was in, I was in, I had, what do they call it? The glow, you know, and I was just like, yo. So in that moment, while I'm doing what I was doing, I said, I got to put this out as a YouTube special. Because guess what? The production company was right. The club was too small. Um, I couldn't even do all the act outs the way I really wanted to do the act outs. I needed a bigger stage. Um, even with the different camera angles, I could have had six cameras in there and it would have only looked like I had three cameras in there just because the space was so intimate. I want to say this and I can't say this enough. I love New York Comedy Club. I love, man, New York Comedy Club, the Gramercy location, if you bomb at that club, you just need to get your ass out of comedy. It's it's almost like every crowd is coming because they're a fan of you. Usually, you know, you try to win people over. It's like people at that club, they come like, we're already a fan of comedy. We're a fan of you already for the sole fact that you're here. And the stand was great. So I did the stand. I did New York Comedy Club. I did Gotham. And I did Stand Up New York. Great shows at all of them. Except Stand Up New York. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Stand Up New York, I was off. It wasn't the crowd. I, I will say that it was not the crowd. It was just me. I was tired. My voice was getting a little raspy because I had been performing all weekend. So that was on me. So then I had the idea. I said, okay, I have to put this out as a YouTube special. Because like I, I've referenced before, comedians have told me, Justin, you're a great stand-up comedian, but no one knows it because you don't put anything out. Now, I have tried before the strike. I tried to get on The Tonight Show. I submitted a tape. You know, I tried to get on Stephen Colbert, which I thought I would at least get on that because I was on CBS for the last six years. They played me on that. You know, everyone played me. James Corden, when he had his show, no one put me on. And it's like, yo, I was on CBS. I submitted a clean tape. I've been on CBS for the last six years. You would think, yeah, even as a solid, somebody would be like off the strength that this is a family of CBS will put Justin on the late night spot. And I want to preface this. I was completely against doing late night uh, sets because I was like, I can't authentically be me. I got to water my shit down. It don't do what it used to do like back in the Carson days. Everything is about clips now anyways. So I, I really was against doing it in the first place. But I said, Justin, humble yourself. Fuck all that. You want to get people to know you as a stand-up comedian. So, bruh, submit yourself for these late night shows and get yourself out there. No one fucking booked me, which blew my mind, yo. So anyways, so I said, yo, I just got to put this shit out independently. So I cut together 
the, the special. You know, I learned how to edit. Shout out to Afion Crockett. He told me that years ago. I was having issues with an editor. He said, bruh, learn how to edit so you can put shit out when you want to put shit out. And from that day, all if you look at my old YouTube videos, you know, I, I did the majority of that editing. Not the Chris Brown, Rihanna one, but the BET Hip Hop Cypress spoofs that I used to do. Uh, and a lot of those videos... I did the editing on those. So, I got the work, man. I got the footage from the comedy clubs. Uh, my homeboy Lee was there as the second camera. And I started piecing this shit together. And I wanted it to not be too long. They bring it back like these half-hour specials. And this is important. Everybody's focused on doing an hour. And people aren't ready to do an hour. And or the crowd, the audience doesn't want to see an hour from you. Because they don't know who the fuck you are. All the great comedians used to do half-hour specials. And that's something me and I remember Damon Wayans Jr. We used to always talk about that. Like, yo, we just want to do a half-hour. Everyone did them. Chappelle did them. Chris Rock did them. Martin Lawrence. Tommy Davidson. Jim Carrey. Bill Maher. Louis C.K. Bill Burr. Everyone fucking did half-hour specials, yo. I think Jim Carrey did a half-hour special. But everyone fucking did half-hour specials back in the day before they got to the hour special. Do a hot, fiery 30 minutes. And then if you really go back and look at those half-hour specials, they really was only 22 to 25 minutes because they used to do sketches or little videos or vignettes before the actual special. So I said, you know, man, I'm just trying to do something 20 to 30 minutes. When I went into the editing process, I was like, I don't want it to be any longer than 30. And if I can get it really between 20 to 25, that's my real sweet spot for how long I want it to be because I don't want people to start looking at their phone or fucking thinking about, you know, other shit. I want people to be locked in on this set that I'm doing. And I think I achieved that. I think I accomplished that. I'm putting it out for free on YouTube. I'm not trying to get it licensed. I did something a little different with the editing that you typically don't see on specials. My plan is to put out the special and chop up the clips. I'm gonna let y'all know that's the intent. I remember I talked to Matt Reif a year ago. It was in August, man. Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you how this internet shit worked, bro. I remember talking to Matt Rife a year ago in August. This was before he popped pop. He had already put out the OnlyFans special. And that was an hour-long special. It was good, but I was like, why, why did he do an hour? Okay, let me back up. They was trying to bring back the Kings of Comedy. They was trying to bring back the Kings of Comedy. And they was going to make it a TV series, a competition show on like Comedy Central, I believe. And the casting director hit me up. Her name, uh, Amber Bickham, hit me up and she said, Justin, who are some comedians I should have pull up for this uh, showcase? So I, I sent a very extensive list. Matt Rife was one of the names on the list. Matt Rife was there. Now, I think Amber already knew Matt, but, you know, I did vouch for Matt also in that time period. So I was chilling with Matt before he about to perform, just before the showcase started. This was a year ago, a year ago in August before he popped pop. He had already put out OnlyFans. He was like, yeah, I'm about to um, put out my, I'm about to shoot my next special. He was either about to shoot his next special or he was about to put it out. He was like, it's an hour. I'm just doing it for the clips. He was like, I'm doing it just for the clips. He put that second special out. That Matt Rife, um, it was his full name. He put out that special. That motherfucker went off. And that was another factor. I was like, all right, man, this shit is possible. His special took off. He started really selling out these shows, and now he's doing theaters. I just seen him last night here in St. Petersburg at the Mahaffey Theater. Two shows he's doing. That place said, I don't know, 3,000 people, two, 3,000 people, something like that. Sold out two shows. So that really showed me the power of believing in yourself, betting on yourself, putting your money where your mouth is. I always tell myself this, man. If you say you're great, 
I told myself when I was filming a scene of MacGyver and I had it to cry. I had a since the second season and, and I'm going through like spy school interrogation. My interrogator uses a photo of my deceased brother on the show and I had to start crying. And I was like, damn, I ain't never had to like cry on cue before. Like, I don't know if I could do this. And then I told myself, I said, Justin, if you say you great, prove that you great. Don't you fucking go around telling yourself in your mind you're great. And then you not fucking proving to yourself that you great. So I said, it come, that's the same shit when it comes to my stand-up. I'm like, I know I've had great sets that were never cap captured on camera. And I'm like, I tell myself, well, man, damn, Justin, I mean, you should be doing this. You ought to be doing that. You should be here in your career. What they not seeing, what you not doing. So I said, all right, man, I got to stop letting fear hold me back because that's all the fuck it was. I said, I got to keep fear from holding me back. I have to get out of my own way and I have to start putting out my stand-ups. I started putting out them clips, but I said, I need to put out a body of work. And I said, fuck it, I'm going to do this YouTube special. So I'm going to put out the YouTube special. I'm going to cut up these clips. You're going to see fucking clips everywhere. You're going to continue to see clips. I'm going to continue to build my fan base until I get exactly to where I want to be. Because the only person that's holding me back is fucking me. And that goes for anybody that's watching this shit too. You know, you can point the finger at everybody else. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to make the decision and put in the work and execute on your dreams and goals to make the shit happen. <sighs> Little man, big city. It was tough for me to come up with that name too. Because my homeboy that was telling me all this other stuff, he was like, uh, make sure you pick a good name. <laughs> And so I was in New York City. I wanted to kind of have that in the title. I wanted to show kind of the underdog. That's me being a little little man, the struggle I'm in this big place. October 31st, Halloween, y'all. Little man, big city, October 31st. Make sure y'all tell people. Thank you for anybody that shared it already, the, the teaser trailer. A full trailer is coming soon in another week or so. If you want to see my journey in New York City, we drop in episodes on that other YouTube page at Justin Hires. It's just Justin Hires TV. If you YouTube Justin Hires TV, it should come up. It's like seven episodes. I got a conversation I did with Jay, Big J Okerson. You get to see me at Afropunk, Spike Lee's Music Festival. You get to see me interacting and talking to these other comedians in New York City. Just the behind the scenes journey that led up to uh the comedy special so we dropping those on the other page at justin hires tv so i appreciate anybody that's watching this and the support uh, it means more to me than you will ever ever know because i promise you even though i accomplished what i accomplished i can assure you i don't want to say i'm at the bottom but uh, uh, a nigga has slid tremendously down a mountain cliff <laughs> that's what it at least feel like bro that's what the fuck it feels like and i'm like hanging on it's like is the right when I'm about to put my other hand on the other clip to pull myself back up. That's what the fuck I got to do. And uh, anybody that's in my position, that's what the fuck we got to do. Kevin Hart gave me something. I'm about to wrap this bitch up. Kevin Hart gave me a great piece of advice one time. He asked me how I was doing. I told him I was just doing all right. And he said, keep swinging because eventually you go hit something. Like, comment, most importantly, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the other YouTube page at Justin Hires TV. Subscribe to the email too. I got an email list. So if it's already up by the time of this video, subscribe to the email list so you can see it early. Subscribe to the email list so you can see the special early. Peace.